Well, amen, amen. Now I get to preach. Amen. It is so great to, again, to see all of you here and for those who are joining us online and for those of you who, who listen to our podcast while you're driving or running, we're so grateful. We are continuing on with our sermon series that is titled, Who Are We? In fact, uh, today I'm saddened because it is our last week of this series. It was a seven-week series where we introduced the core values that was going to equip us and help us to go on our mission. When our mission is the new mission statement for our church that is to pursue Christ, grow together, and impact the world. By having our mission, our, our goal is to achieve the vision of this new statement, which is that every person will, uh, will live a life transformed by Christ. It is so exciting. So we talked about, uh, in, this, in this whole series, talked about God's Word. We talked about prayer. We talked about passion. We talked about unity. We talked about relationships. And, and, and uh, I think I'm missing one other. It's all right. And the other one today is... <laughs> and the other one today I want to talk about is serving. And it's important, you know, and this one I intentionally, several months ago, I had selected serving because we're going to be honoring our veterans because they have served. And so I figured, you know what, not just the military, but it's so important that the church serves, that we have a heart to serve. You know, isn't it interesting when you talk about a team, let's talk about a football team. If a person doesn't do the job in the team, then they either get benched or get taken out of the team. And so why, why is it different from the church where we are asked to serve, not because it's something that, okay, it's a requirement of the church, but because we have a great example in Jesus Christ. You see, I want to share with you in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, the Bible says, this is Jesus recorded saying, if you're taking notes, you don't have to look this up. Uh, um, in fact, there are other scriptural references you, I'll ask you to look up. All right, but this one is Mark ch uh, chapter 10, verse 45. It says, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others, and to give his life as a ransom for many. So Jesus, from the very, you know, uh, as we go into scriptures, he sets the great example. In fact, I'm going to invite you to please open up to the gospel book of John, chapter 13, where I'll be reading verses 1 through 5, and then jump down to 12, uh, from 12 to uh, 15. Because on the night of, uh, before his arrest, Jesus was having a meal with his disciples, and, and you're going to see what, hap what, what Jesus did. And this, remember, Jesus, the, 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 the Son of God, Son of Man, and this is what he did even as he was preparing to what was going to take place. So John chapter 13, I'm reading from the NLT version, so your Bible may say a, di a few different words depending on your translation. The Bible says, uh, before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Now, Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a, uh, a basin. 
Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. Jump down to verse 12. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. Ladies and gentlemen, think about it for a moment. Jesus already knew what was to come, and that was to be crucified. First of all, before getting crucified, he was to be betrayed by someone that was closest to him as one of his disciples. And yet Jesus, knowing what was to come, he still set an example by serving where the Bible is saying that in a part of the meal that he was able to get up from the table, go to the, uh, the disciples, and he started washing their feet. I didn't go into the whole scripture, but there's a, even a, a disciple that says, no, you can't wash my feet. One of the things that, that Jesus shows us by a great example is sometimes we think that we, all right, you know, our life is over, or, you know, my life is coming up soon, or I, I feel like I'm going to, you can still serve. But sometimes we don't have that, that, that heart to serve because, to be honest with you, sometimes we feel like we, we need to be served. But the example that Jesus sets us, and even on that Mark passage, says he didn't come to be served, he came to serve and to give up his life as a ransom for many. So today what I want to do is provide you with several of, uh, responses of why it's important to serve. The very first one, if you're taking notes, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. I'm going to invite you to please open up to Ephesians chapter 4, where I'm going to be reading several verses here. It is important to know, again, the example we have. So Ephesians chapter 4, beginning on verse 11. You see, because it's not just important for us to serve one another, it's important for us to serve God and the church. And not only are we equipping ourselves with the core values, God is giving us the equipping of the people. I want to talk about taking care of the church. So here on chapter 4, beginning on verse 11 and 12, and then I'll drop to 16, it says... Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip. I want you to understand to hear this. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Now, jump down to verse 16 believe it is yes 16 it says he makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love the importance of serving so let me give you a a few pointers here when you serve serve thankfully when you serve serve thankfully 
In the scripture reading of 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, the NLT version says, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him. I am so thankful that I get to serve. And when I'm here, I want to be as a, not just a spiritual leader, as your pastor, as a teacher. I want to be a servant leader. In fact, yesterday I was sharing with a few folks. Uh, I didn't have a vote, so I'm just going wherever I needed to help. You know, I was there. But here's what I loved. People were just coming. I had about 70 people that were already on the list of volunteers that we were preparing for. But I got to tell you, I felt so proud of our church that members are coming in and saying, what do you need? What do you need? And there were times that I'm here in an area, they're like, get away, pastor, get away. We got this. So I said, oh, okay, all right, so let me go over here. You know, I was like, we don't need you. I was like, oh, okay. All right. So... <laughs> I ended up in the prayer room for a while on there because I figured it's all taken care of. And first of all, it's in God's hands, you know. And, and so part of I loved is that people were coming and just serving. So serving, uh, serving uh, thankfully. And, and so usually when you are, are serving, whether it's an usher, whether it's a greeter, whether it's on safety team, whether, whatever it is, I usually go around, if I have the time, to say thank you for serving. And not just thank you for serving just walking by, I stop and I, my attempt is, an intention is to look at the individual right in the face, right in the eyes, and just say thank you for them to hear that I truly appreciate their heart to serve. Many will know that you, 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 they don't do it for a recognition, but it's also good to hear that from time to time. And so when, when we do that, when we say thank you, make sure the individual is listening because sometimes they just dismiss it. Oh, that's nothing. I, you know, I, I just do this. Here. But it's good to hear, receive blessings and recognition of appreciation for taking the time to serve. So when you serve, serve thankfully. The other one. When you serve, serve patiently. You got to be willing to stop. At times, you got to be willing to deal with the quote unquote interruptions. As I mentioned already, Jesus was a great example by washing the disciples' feet when in turn they should have done that to him, but no, he set the example. And so there were times in Jesus' ministry where the, the things that were happening, the miracles, if you read the scriptures, most of the time they were quote unquote stops, they were quote unquote interruptions. For example, the very first interruption was uh, at a wedding. They said, we ran out of wine. And even Jesus said, what do you want me to do with this woman? But Jesus responded by providing the wine, right? So there was a stop, there was an interruption at that very moment when something was needed and Jesus responded. Another one, one of his miracles was when he stopped as he was going to Galilee. And sometimes we, we want to go into the steps of Jesus. We, we want to follow Jesus' steps, and that's great, and that's awesome. But I challenge you today to also walk in the stops of Jesus. Sometimes we, we want to go and rush. Uh, we want to get there, and we want to try to, you know, the, uh, the GPS. We want to get to the fastest route that we can. 
And sometimes in life, we want to do that. We want to get there and get there quick. And then because you're so focused on the speed and the determination of getting there, you really forget to look around you and the beauty that God has provided, not just the material things and, and the, the nature, but the people who are around you. So when you serve, serve patiently. Serve in understanding to follow the stops of Jesus. You know, James chapter 4, verse 17, the Bible says, remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. That's, that's a tough one. And I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand if you have been in the moments that you're just like, you need to get somewhere, and then you see a need, but you got to get somewhere. <laughs> Don't raise your hand, I said, right? And just... <laughs> And that's a tough one because the Bible says that it's a sin if you know what you ought to do and you don't do it. So, Lord, thinking about that, like, I've missed so many opportunities that you have convicted me to do something. And sometimes people, people want to hear, they, they want to see the angels come down blowing trumpets and say, you know, here's an opportunity. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Actually, can, uh, can the trumpets do something? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, it's all good. <laughs> but they, they want like, okay, is it really God that's asking me to help somebody out? I, I want to see God really put it in my heart if I want to help somebody out. Now, if you, if you, God's putting in your heart already to be always in a servant attitude, always looking out for the need. If there's, if there's a need, uh, uh, fill the need. And then you, you, you're doing it not because of the person, or you know, you're not doing it for yourself, but you're doing it because of God. Serve wholeheartedly. In fact, uh, Ephesians, the other one is uh, uh, to serve wholeheartedly when you serve. You take a note to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 7 and 8, the NIV version says, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people. Because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. Serve wholeheartedly, serve as if you were doing unto the Lord. I love that when I, when I gather together and, I, and, I'm, and I'm coming into our church, I'll, I'll speak, you know, specifically of our church, the smiles, welcome, good morning, the shaking of the hands, and, and God bless you, I'm grateful that you're here for worship. And it's like, I want to be a part of this. And so when, when we do that, ladies and gentlemen, when we, when we gather and we serve, we, we're doing it. Why? Because we're doing it for the Lord. And I, ho and I hope that we're not doing it for us. We're not saying, oh, thank you for serving. Like you, we want recognition for the time that we took or, the, or waking up a little earlier to come and say, well, yeah, we go through that. But we do that as a serving, as a servant heart to the Lord because Christ is our great example. And you know what? The Lord will reward you in other ways. Sometimes we're looking for the greatest things in life of God for us to reward us with because we have taken the time to serve him. But you know what? Sometimes it's the smallest thing. Sometimes it's just a little text saying, hey, I was thinking about you, praying for you. But we sometimes dismiss it. Sometimes it's a phone call. Sometimes it's an email. Sometimes it's a postcard. Sometimes... It's a possibility because we miss it sometimes. Sometimes you are in the drive-through of, I'm going to put Dunkin' Donut. 
and you, and you go to the, to, the, to the window and you're about to pay, whether it's with an app or with a cash or with a credit card, don't matter, and the person's, the employee says, the person in front of you took care of you. And you're going to think, was that Pastor Ricky? <laughs> I tend to do that at times. You never know how God, the Lord, is going to reward you. Sometimes it's in the secret, right? But our heart is to be able to serve him. And that's why I love that serving is part of one of our core values, that we do that as a, together. I mean, again, yesterday, even though we had about 70 people on the list, more people, I couldn't, there was so much that people were, quote, unquote, being turned down to serve. That's an awesome thing. At the 8 o'clock service, a, a, a man came over. He says that he had served in the fire department for so many years. And it was, he remembered a meeting, as I heard me speaking. He remembered a meeting that they took. He says, what are you so proud of? And then they said, it was, people were saying the, 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 the firehouse. And the other one was saying, you know, the, the trucks and the, and the equipment that they had. And towards the end, the most important thing was the people. You have to invest in the people. For them to serve, you got to thank them because if, there's, if they're not here, who's going to run the equipment? So I want to say if you have been serving in an area of ministry, whether you have said no one's uh, said uh, thank you to, I'm letting you know and I'm doing it online. Thank you. We got to do this together. It's not for us to be all alone in this. So serve wholeheartedly. Turn to the... Uh, Oh, man, it's already 10 o'clock. See what happens when I get on a roll? All right, so real quick, just turn to Philippians chapter 2, verses, uh, I'm going to start on verse 5. I'm going to ask the, the singers and things to be ready. They're already ready? Oh, okay, I heard, I heard laughter. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> so let's go to, the, uh, excuse me, Philippians. I said Ephesians. Philippians. Philippians chapter 2. Thank you. Philippians chapter 2, beginning on verse 5. Remember, great example in Jesus, servant heart. He continued on. He didn't just do that at the, uh, at the table. But I love how Philippians puts it. He says, you, uh, in, in the book of Philippians, it says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. So therefore, again, real quick, is that we don't do this, we don't serve because we want recognition, but we do it because we want to say thank you to God through Jesus Christ of what Christ has done for us in an appreciation. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Here I am, God. If I need to be able to uh, clean the toilets for you, I'll do that, God, because I'm doing it for you. If I'm here to serve and, and collect the offering, let me do that for you. If I'm here to, to greet the people with a smile and say welcome, God, let me do that for you. Even in the midst of what I'm going through, I want to give you honor and glory. And so therefore, we're doing it and serving to Christ. And why? Because here verse 9 says, therefore, God elevated him, uh, him, meaning Jesus Christ, 
his son to place to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. I had other points for you, but I have to probably catch up next, next week if I, uh, if I have that. But as a response, last week I did a, uh, the prayer of, of uh, excuse me, the sermon on prayer. And as a response, we did a prayer service. And it was a very moving service on that one this past Wednesday. It was the spirit moved mightily. So as a response to today, I'm going to ask you, normally I, I, I say, you know, get off your phones during sermon time, but I'm going to ask you if you could open, uh, take out your devices because there's a QR code that's going to be up on the screens because then if you scan it with your device, uh, you'll be able to uh, uh, go into the link where there are opportunities for people to serve. You see, I don't want you just to listen to the message. Uh, it, it's important that we not only listen to the word, but we do the word. So if you uh, take a moment with the, the scanning, and, and for those of you who are online, again, and if you're here and you don't have your device, like, oh, I missed the opportunity, we'll have this available uh, throughout this week. It's important that we not only just listen, but we act upon the word. And so these are great opportunities for you to serve. And speaking about serving, I also want to thank again all of our veterans. In fact, if you're able to, please stand, everyone of the, of the veterans who are here today, please stand uh, and give you, and thank you so much. As an honor, yes, I'm standing too, you know, all right, cool. Uh, as an honor and a, and a privilege to uh, honor all of you and for those who have served, we're going to be um, uh, placing one of the benches, if you have a picture that's going to be up, the, the bench that's going to go into the North Campus Playground uh, in honor of you and just, you know, saying that it's uh, for the veterans uh, 2022 and uh, it's going to be over on North Campus. We've seen uh, families go there and the kids are playing in the playground, but the, no place for the, the, the parents to sit and what, not, what a, a great blessing will be for them as now they will have an opportunity uh, to, to sit and, and watch their kids. And so thank you for your service. And the last one, talking about serving, is that we have a ministry that we've been supporting throughout. It's called Disciple Makers. Uh, and they are a Christian ministry in campuses uh, in Pennsylvania where they uh, go and, and, and train and, and teach uh, young uh, people to learn uh, ministry and through Bible study, through uh, evangelism. Uh, again, it's called Disciple Makers. And TJ and, um, and Kate Renning are in the uh, ministry table. Please go and, and, and talk to them because they're serving uh, the, the young adults in our, in, our, in our colleges and they will love for, uh, to share their ministry with you. And they're in the ministry table on the lobby area. And if, you are, if you're coming in, there are probably some bagels and some pastries and stuff on there. Help yourself on the way out. But clean up after yourselves. That's, that's all. No. No. <laughs> Remember, ladies and gentlemen, let's use Christ as the great example that he came to serve and not to be served. When we serve, we're doing it for God, not for us. And what we do, let us, whatever we say, whatever we do, let it point others to Christ. 
so that we can pursue Christ, we can grow together, and we can impact the world so that every person will live a life transformed by Christ. Let us pray. Loving and most gracious, holy God, we are thankful for your love, your grace, your mercy. Thank you for our veterans here, and uh, thank you for all that Christ has done for us. We thank you for those who are gathered together to worship. Thank you for those who serve the volunteer on a regular basis because they are serving. And thank you for the reminder that they're serving because of you. Let us, what we say and what we do, point others to Christ for what he has done for all of us. He has died where his blood was shed for our sins, but he is a risen Christ, the risen Lord and our Savior. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And we come before you and thanking you for all you've done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. God's people will say, amen. I'm going to ask you, if you're able to, uh, please stand as you close out today's uh, service with the last uh, song here today.